Good morning, church family. It is a great day for Mother's Day, especially our family that got baptized. What greater gift on Mother's Day to have a baptism? I want you to know that I consider an honor and a privilege to stand before you this morning. And I thank God that he would use me. This morning, I'm going to talk about Psalms 40, 1 through 3. But first of all, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this privilege to stand and share your words with my church family. Father, let your words come out of my mouth this morning. Let it not be anything I say, but only what you say. Father, we just love you so much, and we thank you most of all for the gift of your Son, and it's in his name we pray. Amen. So I know everybody has a lot of different translations in their Bible, and during my time at Truth Seminary, they gave us a Bible called The Voice. So that's the version I'm going to use this morning. And as I go, I'll explain why I picked to use that version. So it says, I waited a long time for the eternal. He finally knelt down to hear me. He listened to my weak and whispered cry. He reached down and drew me from the deep, dark hole where I was stranded, mired in the muck and the clay. With a gentle hand, he pulled me out to set me safely on a warm rock. He held me until I was steady enough to continue the journey. As if it was not enough, because of him, my mind is clearing up. Now I have a new song to sing, a song of praise to the one who saved me. Because of what he's done, many people will see and come to trust in the eternal. So Psalm 1 talks about waiting and about crying First of all, how did I get in the pit? How did I land there? What did I do? Well, sometimes God places us in the pit. If you think about Joseph, he got placed in the pit by his brother, by Potiphar's wife. Job got placed in the pit. You can be placed in the pit. Loss of a job, illness, tragedy, a death in your family doesn't mean you deserve to be there or you were expecting it, but it happens sometimes. The hardest thing sometimes when you get placed in the pit is to forgive the person, maybe, that was part of you being placed in the pit. Joseph had to forgive his brothers, and he accepted them when they came to Egypt. At first, they didn't know him, but then he showed himself to them, and he forgave them. So sometimes that's the hardest thing we can do is forgive the person that was instrumental into placing us in the pit. Also, the other thing we need to realize is God chose to place you in the pit sometimes, but guess what? When he gets you out of that pit, he's going to use you for his glory. He's going to use you as an instrument to show other people that you went through that suffering and he's pulled you out and now you're doing something for him. You're working for him. Psalm 103.4 says, he continues to redeem your life from the pit. 
He continually surrounds you with gracious love and companion, compassion. So he's there with you. He's taking care of you. Sometimes I think we forget that. Sometimes we kind of slip and slide into the pit. Doesn't mean somebody put you in the pit or you were thrown into the pit. You landed in the pit because you weren't paying attention to what you were doing. Maybe you overspent. Maybe you only flirted a little bit. Maybe you clicked on that pop-up accidentally on your computer, and now you can't seem to get out of that pop-up. But doesn't matter how responsible or guilty you feel about sliding or slipping into the pit, God still wants you out, and he's there to pull you out if you seek him. Psalm 94, 18 through 19 says, If I should say my foot slipped, your loving kindness, O God, will hold me up. When my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolation delights my soul. So he's there with you. Doesn't matter. He's still there. Now, some of us, believe it or not, even us Christians, would just run and jump off into that pit. We just think that's the thing to do. We've stolen money. We've cheated the company. We've gotten an addiction. We've had an affair. It's hard to believe that we would willfully sin, but we do. If you think about the Israelites, when they were heading to the promised land, they were rebellious, they were sinful, and that didn't work so well for them. King David even willfully sinned. And I will say, I've ran off and jumped in that pit several times. Praise the Lord, he's always plucked me out. But when I was young, and this is really a good example right now with all the rain we've had, my mom used to say to me, it used to really annoy me when I was young, if you had a white dress on, would you go jump in a mud puddle? Because I was wanting to do what my other friends were doing, and that's what she'd say to me. And I was like, I didn't get it back then. It really annoyed me. I really get it now. You know, it was an analogy, but she didn't really explain it to me about what it really meant. Those of us who willfully jump off into the pit, it's like a toxin. We're willfully sinning. And sometimes we need a lot of prayer. We need a lot of forgiveness because we're choosing to jump off into that pit. It's not something that we were put there for an example. We chose to do it. And we know it's wrong, especially if we're Christians, we know it's wrong. But we excuse it away sometimes, and we need not do that. Ephesians 4.27 warns, do not give the devil a foothold. And that's what we do when we willfully sin. We crack that door just a little bit, and he's more than happy to run in and try and get to us. Now, verse 2 says, He reached down and drew me from the deep, dark hole where I was stranded, mired in the muck and the clay. With a gentle hand, he pulled me out to set me down safely on a warm rock. He held me until I was steady enough to continue the journey again. I love the way this reads. 
it says he pulled me out and set me on a warm rock. Just think about when you were a kid and you fell in a mud puddle or something and it was cold. But he's pulled me out and put me on the rock and it's warm. And he held me. And one of my greatest pleasures is to truly be hugged and held by a person that truly loves me. It doesn't matter who it is, but if they love me and they hug me, it's just a great feeling to be held and loved. Philippians 1.6 says, tells us that God has begun a good work and he's faithful to complete it. So he's going to pull you out of that muck and mire and he's going to put you to work and he's going to complete that work he started in you. Get out of the pit. Let him continue the work he has planned for you. Now, I know sometimes that pit gets really comfortable. We're going to put our lazy boy recliner down there with us and our big screen TV. We want our friends to come down there and join us. And we get mad when they leave. But that's not where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be up here with him. Don't, don't be wallowing around in the mud and get out. He hears you no matter how weak your cry is. Doesn't matter how big your mess is. He can bring you out of that mess. Now, for people that are impatient like me, (laughs) sometimes waiting is really, really hard. But sometimes God makes us wait. He doesn't always give us what we want right away. He makes us wait. And waiting for me is really, really hard. I'm going to be honest about it. It's not always fun to wait. You know, verse 3 says, As if it were not enough, because of him, my mind is clearing up. Now I have a new song to sing. A song of praise to the one who saved me because he's done Because of what he's done, many people will see and come to trust in the eternal. Now, God can rescue the most hardened criminal, the biggest addict, your neighbor down the street. He can even rescue you. And when we're delivered from the pit... We should be shouting with joy and high-stepping it down the way. And for me, it would be, uh, I Just Need You by Toby Mac, and I'd be high-stepping and down that way. If you haven't heard the song, you need to listen to it. Watch the video. It's even better. God wants to, and he has the ability to mark your entire family lineage. And when I say that, I don't mean just your biological family. It can be your church family. Because as far as I'm concerned, we're a family. And God can bless all of us. He's chosen you to bring himself fame. Not you fame. He's using you for him. Cord Tenenbaum said, There is no pit so deep that God's love is not still deeper. So just think about that. It doesn't matter how deep we are in the muck. 
God's there lifting us up out of it. You may think you're down there, but he's there with you. He wants to bring you out. So for those of us that have escaped the pit, we can impact pit dwellers by the life we're living outside the pit. We need to be living by biblical examples. We need to pray for those people that are in the pit. And I don't mean just say, oh, I'm going to be praying for you. Really pray for people. I mean, write their name down. Put it somewhere. Pray for them. Remember what they've asked you to pray for. Carry a post-it note in your purse. Guys in your pocket. Write it on a napkin. We need to encourage pit dwellers and each other. Hebrew 3.13 calls us to encourage one another daily. So are we encouraging each other? In this technology time, what takes just a second to text somebody and say, I'm thinking about you, I'm praying for you today. You don't know what that text might mean to somebody. Maybe they're having a bad day. You don't even know they're having a bad day. But God put them on your heart to reach out to them. Do it. Don't wait. Do it now. But if we're going to give advice to pit dwellers, we need to make sure it's biblical. Don't be giving them your advice or what you think. Make sure God is, you know, agreeing with that. Look in your Bible. What does he say about this? What have we learned about this? God wants a relationship with us. God is patient. He's merciful. He is here for anything and everything we need. The one thing we need not do is treat God like he's an urgent care clinic or an ER. Don't be pulling in there and saying, oh, this is so terrible. I got to pray about this. And then once the dust has cleared, it's like, okay, I'm going on with my life. No, you need him 24-7. And he's there for you once he takes you out of the pit. 24-7, 365 days a year. He can take care of everything. Maybe not the way you think it should be taken care of, but he takes care of us. And he provides for us. Getting out of the pit takes faith. Hebrew 11.6 states, Without faith, no one can please God because the one coming to God must believe he exists and he rewards those who come seeking. This doesn't mean that the wind's not going to blow. The floods won't come and the wolves won't attack. But it means that through it all, he is right there holding you supporting you on this wonderful journey we call life until we join our him in our forever home. Now, I don't know what your pit looks like or what it looked like, but I do know I serve a loving God. He has pulled me from the pit several times, and he continues to urge me to got, not go near the edge. You need to know God loves you. And if you need forgiveness, then you just need to ask the one who loves you the most. If you know Christ as your personal Savior, 
guess what? You're not stuck. You have the power to stand against the enemy. And you need to stand up and get out of the pit. And I know some of you are sitting here going, yeah, yeah, God doesn't hear my prayers. But let me tell you, he does hear your prayers. And I'll give you two examples. One where I had to wait, and one where it was almost instant. God made me wait 52 years for the man that loves me just like I am, and this man would choose to serve God with me side by side. God then answered a prayer in two deep breaths. My dad was sick. I was in the room with him, and I said, God, if you're here, please take my dad home with you. My dad took two deep breaths, and he went home to be with Jesus. And it was an amazing thing to witness. So sometimes he makes us wait. Sometimes he does it right away. John 14, 2 through 3 says, My father's home is designed to accommodate all of you. If there was no room for everyone, I would have told you that. I'm going to make arrangements for your arrival. I will be there to greet you personally and welcome you home where we will be together. What an amazing promise and gift. It's free. It's a free gift. You just have to be able to take it or want to take it. You have to give your life to the one who loves you the most. If you don't know him as your personal savior, let me say there's no better time than now to ask him to come live in your heart where you can be promised eternal life with him. Only God can get you out of your pit, but you have to ask him. A little over less than 11 years ago, it's fixing to be 11 years, I walked into this church and was welcomed as a sister by everyone that was here. I became part of this church family. So let me say, if you don't know Jesus, today is a good day. If you don't have a family, this is a great family to be part of because we love each other and we support each other and we pray for each other. Now the praise team's going to come up and we're going to have a hymn. And Brother Ridge is going to come up here and stand and some other people. And again, if you don't know Jesus or if you want to charge home, or if you just want to come and pray, it's going to be the time to do this. But I want you to know, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus is my brother. And as much as I love Jim, I love him a lot more. So, I'm going to close in prayer, and then the response time will begin. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We know you're here with us, Father, because you tell us you are. Father, if there's anybody here that doesn't know you, I'd ask that they come forward and meet my brothers or sisters 
and let us pray with them. Father, if there's someone here that needs a home, then have them come also, Father. Father, we just love you and we thank you for pulling us out of the pit and taking care of us all the time. Father, we just want to be about your business and about serving you. And Father, we thank you for your son and it's in his name we pray. Amen.